Bezot Hashem, we are going to Chaza from chapter one to chapter nine. Okay, we've got an hour, so we'll try to Chazara. Um, taking notes would be a good idea if you're able to, because um, we're going to say a lot of. We're just going to try and we we've discussed we've we've, we've um, what's the word we've. Um, we We're getting out. some feedback. Uh, Yonatan, I think you have to go on mute. We're getting some feedback. Okay. So um, we've we've discussed, ironed out, explained, described, detailed, etc., um, defined a lot over the past few months. Um, so I'm not going to be describing stuff properly or I will, but but I'm I'm being so on that this is a Hazara, yeah, Bishop Bakitza. This is a Hazara. Okay, so the first thing we need to know is that reality divides into two sections. Everything divides into two. Yeah, we have the creator and we have creation. Okay, in truth, there's only creator, but let's uh with concession to our place, because it wouldn't get we won't get very far if we just say that. So we've got we've got creator and creation. Within creation, creation subdivides into two fundamental uh divisions. It divides very cleanly into two things: Kedusha and Klipa. Remember, Klipa and Sitra Achra are synonymous. They both refer to this. They both they both refer to the to the phenomenon that we call creation that conceals its creator. So we've got reality divides into creator and creation. Creation then divides into the what's kadosh, that's things of creation in creation that effortlessly allude to their creator, which means when you see them or you interact with them, etc., the creator comes to mind. Like when you look at a safer Torah, yeah, you will, you're like, it's the same reason why you get disturbed when someone puts like a telephone on a bencher or on a chumash. Why? Because the chumash is, reminds you of God. It has a, it has kedusha to it. It has a, a sanctity to it that you're cognizant of. So when somebody puts their cup of coffee on the siddur, it bothers you because the siddur is kadosh. Okay? So that's one section. Now, in creation, there's kadusha, and then there's klipa. Klipa is the part of creation that basically says, look at me. I'm an independent self. I'm an independent self with my own agenda. And... You might be able to see a shame in me if you look hard enough, and you might not. It depends. So that's called Klipa and Sitra Achra. It's called Klipa for two reasons, well, for a bunch of reasons, but the two main reasons. Go on. What are the two main reasons it's called Klipa? Covers. Covers. And number two, which is maybe more important, well, no, no, it's not my point. It's the same. Causes that separation? Not, no. That, would be, that which it covers? No, it can reveal? 
What do you do with it? What do you do with the peel of an orange when you want to eat the orange? Throw it away. Mm -hmm. Take it away. You throw it away. It's a means to an end. Klepa has no purpose unto itself. No purpose. It has no intrinsic value. Its value is only in the kadusha that it that it covers. Okay, kadusha is an end unto itself, and klepa is a means to that end. Now, Kleeper subdivides. I told you, this is going to be bam, bam, bam. So Kleeper, but hopefully these are, everyone, these are, everyone's familiar. This is that Chazara. It's not, it's not Hadasha. It's Chazara. Good. So Kleeper now subdivides further into two sections. What are the two, what, what, what's the subdivision of Kleeper? Uh, that that which can be worked with and that which should just never touched, like well, shleish so, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, so what's the technical, the two technical terms you said there, but what are the two, the two names? Klippas Nega. Gimel, Gimel. Yeah. Yeah. Klippas Nega. Gimel So Klippas Nega is also referred to as the fourth Klipper. Because it's a Klipper. Don't get, don't get this wrong. Klippas Nega is a Klipper. Yeah, it's just it's possible to elevate that clipper. I I don't think I've ever asked this question, which is silly of me. What what are the schleish clippers? Why is it three? Why isn't it just one clippers? No, and one clippers maybe. Yeah. So so the, the the Tanya does not talk about that whatsoever, and I've seen very little about that. Um, but there are madragas to clippers, but in a lot of places they just call them the clippers to Maus. Or the dark clipper, um, but the we we don't. It, from what I understand, it's it 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 goes neged. It, it's zelamazer um, to Yisrael, Avi, and and Cohen. Um, it's also um, um, the Aretz is is not. You can get tuma mitzad. The there's the Arbiosodus, yeah. Ru um water, fire, air, and earth. And earth is not included the earth can't be ra in in a sense. I'm I don't really know. I'm, I shouldn't speak about this, I'm not clear. Sorry, but but it's a good question, but no one really talks about it. Um okay, so 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 Kleeper subdivides into two. Kleepus Timaeus. And Klippas Neuger. Kedusha, like we just said, alludes to the creator. So we 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 describe or analogize Kedusha as what? What's the word that we use to describe Kedusha that helps us understand its properties or its nature? Translucent? No. Close. Of, of God. No. Transparent? Transparent, thank you. Transparent. Oh, transparent. Caduceus transparent. Of God. It's of God. I mean, everything's of God. Cleave is also of God. It's all of God. So you made that same joke, by the way, in a different in a different class I gave. I remember listening to, that, <laughs> to the, the exact same joke with you. <laughs> um, so so you've got uh, you've got you've got Kadusha is transparent. Klippers Neuger is translucent. 
which means it alludes to what's behind it, but only alludes to what's behind it. We don't see it clearly like we're transparent. And then we've got Clippus Timaeus, which is opaque. You can't see through it. But by the way, Yisrael, just as a as a uh, as a as a Indian, you've got the madragas that you could say is things like you've got the peel of a uh, the peel of an orange, where the orange is of the same color, the peel is of the same color as the fruit, and it sticks to the fruit in a way that you can actually tell what the fruit roughly is going to look like. But then you've got like the shell of a nut where you have no idea what the nut, like, so you have, you have madragas of, you do have madragas of Kleeper, but, but that's not, it, it's all, it's kind of irrelevant. It's just like, um, what's the word? It's, uh, it's uh, academic because the mice are Kleeper's Timaeus, no matter how heavy the Kleeper is, it's, it's off limits to us. Okay. Um, What's the difference? Just, ju just to clarify for my own mind, I don't mean to detract, yeah. distract the class, but th is a grape uh, have a clipper? The grape, the grape is the example of the grape is, is an example of Kleeper's Noga. The it's actually translucent when you hold a grape up to light. It's the only uh, th that's the whole story of the spies. There's a big Torah from uh, from um, from the Lubavitcher Rebbe on that. Dafka the grape is symbolizes Kleeper's Noga. Dafka. Um, because it's translucent, yeah, and it's the only it's the only fruit that I know of that's like that. By the way, there's another very very Heidegger fruit, which is the charub, the carob, where the carob is not only that it's completely opaque, but the actual fruit is the clipper, and it's the sweetest of all fruits. Go and plug that into Rebbe Shimon and the cave, and think about that yourselves, because that's modic. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Is the grape being the one with the translucency? Is that is there any connection between that and it being the holy fruit for like Kiddush and whatnot? Yes, yeah, for sure, for sure. And the fact that it was also one of the uh, one of the three options of the of the uh, of the eight sadas in Ganadin as well, along with Chita and Taina. Um, okay, definition of a yid. What is the definition of a yid? A human with an ashama. Yeah, that's a definition. Hey, we just got that from that class. That you stole that from <laughs> Rabbi. What's What's the definition of a goy? Um, a human. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Done. Finished. It's great. Okay, so now, but now this is great. So you've got a human with a neshama. So now we need to decide define what's a human and what's a neshama. So what's a human? <laughs> That's not so fashion, man. Definition of a human being? Someone who is a has a thigh, medaber, some you know, I mean he's the highest on that. He's the medaber. Yeah, okay. He has intellect. Speech always comes intellect. The Goyim, by the way, you should know the Goyim have said uh, that. One of the big rise for intelligent design is DNA. Yeah, because they say DNA is a language and they say there's never, ever been an example of a language that comes from something that isn't intelligent. No such thing as an example of a language that comes from something that isn't intelligent. So anyway, so that so the fact that we speak 
is intelligent. But that, by the way, I, I don't know if you guys cut this, but I think you do. The chatbot GPT is is a is a. I mean, that is a seichel. It is intelligent. It is intelligent. It doesn't have a neshama, and it doesn't have a nefesh. It doesn't have a nefesh of Bahamas, but it isn't. It has intelligence. It's a. It's a. It's a chiddush gamel. A chiddush gamel. Isn't isn't the 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 chiluk that it possesses not just language but it possesses bechira? That that well, intelligence and bechira go together, but that's not bechira chofshis. Intelligence means you can make a choice between the ten dollar bill and the hundred dollar bill, as we keep we keep giving these answers. Well, an animal can do that. Animal do that also exactly on a rudimentary level that's that so there is a level of intelligence by an animal on the level of human the 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 intelligence isn't um no i don't know if i can say that i don't know i, I the, the 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 there is a level of intelligence to a to an animal that will allow it to like for example some animals can make quite complex decisions like for example a lion could decide that chasing a certain a certain animal is not worth the calories. Like a lion could give up a chase because it's, it computes that the size of this animal compared to how much I'm running is not worth it. That's quite a complicated calculation when you think about it. So, so, so there's, there, so Bahira and, and, and intelligence are, are for sure, um, are for sure bound up with each other. But the, the definition of a human being is the is an intelligent basically an intelligent animal but 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 it's i don't know if it's a quantitative difference or a qualitative difference in in intelligence i don't know i don't know the answer to that question um would be categorizing their chachma bina or da sorry would, when you say intelligence like for ai would it be chachma bina or das would be one of those it, it wouldn't have das that's for sure it doesn't have das but it, it, I mean, I don't know how it works. I don't know how the how it works. I don't know, I don't know the the way the um, I don't know how it processes things. But it, I I could I couldn't imagine it's that much different from Hochmat and Bina. I mean, everything is basically like that. Um, but the um, one second, let me just get back to the point. Yeah, the 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 real the place I'm trying to get to basically is that a human being is an intelligent let's just call him a mammal, an intelligent mammal, yeah, that has a, that has a, um, that has a nefesh, a life force that, that has an agenda to continue to live. that translates into the ego because of our intelligence. So an animal has the same desire to live and to propagate and to solidify its existence, but because of our intelligence, we end up with an ego. The ego is this, is this need to survive coupled with the ability to think. Is is the ego and the animal soul 
synonymous? Um, not really synonymous. I mean, the ego, you could say, is a part of the animal soul. The animal soul is, is more than just the ego. The ego, the ego um, could be described as the intelligence of the animal soul being driven by the midas of the animal soul. But an ego is, 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 is it, it has to be intelligent. There has to be intelligence because the ego is the desire to live like every animal has, but coupled with intelligence. So you can now, so for example, a hippo, yeah, only knows one way of, of solidifying its existence, which is by making more, having more female hippos under its, in its domain. A human being who has intelligence can now extrapolate and even come to the conclusion that me giving up my life would be the ultimate way of solidifying my existence. That can only be done through intellect. And it's a good cheshbon. If a person has identified with his cause to such a degree that now when somebody says to him, puts a gun to his head and says, your life or your body or your cause, now he could potentially say, well, take my body because that will further my cause. And that's really who I am. An animal couldn't do such a thing. That's the ultimate level of ego. That's the ultimate, that's that's the level of, of the desire to continue to survive that becomes complex through intellect. Like I said, so so um, uh, a, a lion trying to survive just knows one way, yeah? just get more lionesses, etc. But a human trying to survive, that can, you know, that can 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 express itself in endless ways, you know, through social media, through owning property, through um, building hospitals, through murdering and killing through it could be through anything but that's all on my my side of, like this is what we see these rishoyim who came into Eretz Yisrael a couple of weeks ago that's exactly the inyan is it's kulu you know there was no uh, there was no mysterious nefesh there bichlal. that was kulu that was kulu shmiras and nefesh mitzad the ego on a mass level um so the human part of the of the mensch is basically to say an intelligent animal is not really fair, but it's kind of true. Yeah, it's it, it's the desire to continue to survive and to live. That is the that is the human part of the Jew. The godly part of the Jew is. Is basically is the chelik elikai mimal, it's the neshama, which is a created being on an external level, but its very inner essence is of creator of creation. It's very inner essence, and I think the best way of describing it, like I said the other day on my video, is like little specks of light uh, glistening, like the sun glistening on the on the ocean, and each little dot of light is a Jewish neshama. It doesn't really make sense to say Jewish neshama. Every neshama, well, a neshama isn't Jewish, but when a neshama goes into a goof, that being becomes a Jew. That is the definition of a Jew. So to say a Jewish neshama, it doesn't really make sense. A Jew is a human being with a neshama. 
Yeah, there's neshamas and there's just nesham- there's no like Jewish neshamas and Goyish neshamas. There's just neshamas. They are they are reflections of God, emanations of God, whatever you want to call them. Emanation is probably the best word to say. So the Jew is the being that has this desire to survive and this this piece of god that's desire is actually the opposite of to survive it's just to merge back to where it came from which is the creator so that's the two opposing the two opposing drives in the jew to be and not to be (laughs) that is the question Okay, so now we've got two styles of Nefesh Bahamis. The Nefesh Bahamis comes in two, two, uh, two forms, two types. Yeah, you've got the Jewish one, which is from Klippus Neuga, which has the potential to experience, that, that has the potential uh, to experience another because it is good. It has good mixed in with it. It's a lighter Klippus. And then you have the Klippus Timaeus, which is of the... Uh, of the Umasa Oilam, and not even all of the Umasa Oilam, uh, especially in this door, um, but of the Umasa Oilam, uh, which doesn't have any natural ability to appreciate another. It's completely covered. Why, by the way, why does a Jew have to have, by definition, why does a Jew have to have a nefesh from Klippus Noiga as opposed to from Klippus Timaeus? So it could appreciate, so it could appreciate God, because that's not uh, that, that is true. That's not that's not. Because, think 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 about think about. Klippus the Timaeus can't. There's no kedusha in it. So so so, so therefore it, it can't. Say your say your question one more time again. No, then no, yo, you're saying good. If we had uh, a gimel clip, right? Uh, exactly. Bahamas, then we would never work with. There's nothing to work with. Oh, there's nothing to work with. Beautiful. That's what I was saying. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it looks like you're playing a game right now. Beautiful with the headset. <laughs> That's exactly the point. Is that we 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 all know, we all know that we are that we are elevating the world with our mitzvahs, yeah. So right now there's a massive aliyah of all this graphite and silicon and metal and hashmal and internet and all this stuff is going right up to Hashem. Yeah, we know that. But there's one thing that is being elevated with, and the most important thing that we're elevating with every single, every 24-7, and that is our Nefesh of Bahamis. So the Jew, just like, just like you can't, you can't elevate a piece of pork. You can't elevate a soul. A Jew can't elevate a soul that is of Klippus Timaeus. So that's the primary reason why we have a, a, a nefesh that comes from Klippus Neuger, because just like we can't, just like we're raising up the table to Kedusha because it's of Klippus Neuger, so too we're raising up our personality, we're raising up our, our human our human counterpart in every single mitzvah we do. And that's the Ikatikun. That's the Ikatikun. And that's why the Rebbe in, in Peret Vav, when he describes, when he talks about raising up Klippus Neuger, he talks, he says two things. He talks about 
the ple- he, well, he really talks about one thing about pleasure lishma. Pleasure lishma, meaning eating like Rava used to eat wine, used to drink wine and eat nice meat to like open up his mind to learn Torah. Or the other example is to eat wine and meat on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Why does why didn't he talk about a table or an esrog or or parchment from a mezuzah? Why did he just talk about eating on Shabbos Yom Tov and eating to open up your mind to learn Torah? Because that's the ikatikun of of the yid is the nefesh of Bahamis, and we just said the nefesh of Bahamis is about survival, yeah. But what's really the nefesh of Bahamis about? What's the panemius of his desire to live? The mevar, the the tzitzis, like I mean, to, to take out the of the nefesh of the nefesh of Bahamis, the panemius of his desire to live. What's the panemius of Rotson? What generates Rotson? On Oneg. Oneg. Biduk. So um, we're really yeah. raising up the nefesh when we when we eat a bar of chocolate on Shabbos, and we wouldn't have eaten it in the week. We're only eating it because it's Shabbos. That's a huge ticken, a huge ticken for the world. Even though you don't have your eyes closed and you're not doing the payers thing and, and you're not, you know, making all kinds of funny sounds and like falling over and stuff, yeah. You're just pasha eating a chocolate bar and enjoying it. But because it's Shabbos, what's the raya? Because you don't eat the chocolate bar on the week. That is a huge ticken, a huge ticken. Huge ticken, like the Rebbe says. Or in the week, you're going nuts. Yeah, You want to sit down and learn, but you're just, your mind's all over the place. So you go and you take a rugelach and a little schnapps and you sit down with a packet of potato chips and and you can tuck a learn. You did it again. That's also a very Heiliger thing. If you need, if you needed, to, if that's really going to help you concentrate and give yourself to the to the uh, to the avoider. You with me? That example you just gave for is Shabbos during during the week. I missed it. In the, in the, the potato chips. If you're using potato chips because you've like you had a hard day and you're like in that mood where you're just like you you know, and it's going to help you to sit down with a packet of potato chips. And uh, and uh, you know and a, and a sweet drink or whatever uh, that's going to help you be a mensch and carry on with your avoider. Again, that's your that's you raising up the oineg of your of your nefesh of Bahamas, and that's a muridika thing. But you're saying the whole reason that it has to be ne- has to be made out of Klippus Noga is so that we can lift it up. But isn't there also uh, Toelis because it now enables us to interface with Klippus Noga? In the world, yeah, yeah, but that, but the real the job description of the Jew, we're raising up this world. The the, the job of the Jew is to raise up this world within ourselves and outside of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the the ikka the the dira b'tachtoinim, the tachtoin, is the nefesh of Bahamas. That's that's why is, why, is that why is that more tachton than the lulav? Okay, you answer the question. Why is the nefesh of Bahamas more tachtoin than a lulav? Because a lulav doesn't like walk down the street like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
because a lulav can't, but it can't go connected, Ratzon Hashem. A lulav doesn't think he's God. That's uh-huh. the best way of saying it. And a, and a behemoth also? A behemoth also, Pashtas? A, pe- a behemoth doesn't think he's God. He doesn't think. Behemoth's just a robot. But the the the, the gimel clips to me. I mean, the, I mean, the the ticken really is the goyim. That's what we're really here for. That's why we're called the lights of the nations. We're we're actually here to raise up the lowest level is the clippers to But we can't do that. We can't do that personally. I wasn't. I w- I wanted to go into that conversation, but I think it's up for a different class. How can we call goyim shleish clippers tomeos if the the real pella the real Avoida is really uplifting them yeah. either through seven mitzvahs b'nei noyach and stuff like that. Like so, that means if, even if we say there is seven mitzvahs b'nei noyach, then they're not shleish klipais. They're 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 something else. It can't be shleish klipais. Yeah, because shleish klipas could. I mean, shleish klipas could do something that appears to be very nice. It's just doing it for itself. Could build hospitals. It could uh, even a pig learning programs. Uh, hmm. I mean, even a pig. It, it it doesn't say that a pig shouldn't exist, and it's it, it's 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 just a, a pig. It's it's glimmoclipus Timaeus for us, but it's not bad. Just is that yep. that's the point? Is that Clippus Timaeus is called Ra, but we don't really translate Ra as evil. It just means that it doesn't have the ability to go beyond itself, but it can do very elevated things for itself. It's like you've got you know you've got people who appreciate. Coca-Cola and people appreciate fine wine. You've got people who appreciate like Vivaldi and people appreciate like 50 Cent or whatever his name is. You've got you've got there's Madragas within there, but it's all it's all about self. But 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 it can be about self-actualization. You understand? So so it doesn't have to be that it's completely evil at all. I have to, I'm just want to say goodbye to everybody. I have to run to work, but I've been enjoying this immensely. Thank you guys for letting me join. You are at work. This is work. <laughs> <I've>, you know, <laughs> God willing, to do more work in this, of this, more of work of this type than the other. Amen. Amen. Uh, Rabbi, Rabbi, I hear, I hear what you're saying about the, about the Shlish Klippais and the Goyim, but. You also just said a few moments ago that one of our job at Dir Betachtenim, the ultimate level of Dir Betachtenim, is uplifting the Goyim. And but now it's like I'm hearing contradiction. That's what I'm hearing. Why? 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 Because you're saying that they're so self-oriented. There's nothing to work with there, and we now we can't work with them. But our job is to work with them. Like where, where's the line being drawn? No. So so the 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 selfish part of a person can come intellectually to understand MS on an intellectual level. So the so the 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 way that the goyim are raised up is like we said, like the, the definition of the Hasid Umasa Oilam is not why are they called the Hasid Umasa Oilam? Why not the Tsadike Umasa Oilam? Because you can get goyim who do very righteous things, but unless they're makabal on themselves, the sheva mitzvahs b'nei noyach, they're not called chasideh umoysa oilam. You could call them the tzaddikeh umoysa oilam. They're good. They're, they're just good, good, solid people, but they're doing it 
for rational, it's all to do with the rationality of it makes sense. It's right. It's right to be good. It makes sense to be good because if everybody was being good, then this world would be like Gan Aden. That's still Cleopas Timaeus. That's Cleopas Timaeus. If everybody was doing good, then the whole world would be wonderful. So I'm also going to benefit. So it makes sense that I should be good. I'll sacrifice right now for the greater good. So, so the the um, the Aliyah of the Goyim comes from appreciating the Sheva Britz's Noyach that there is a there, that there's it's not about what makes sense to me now. That's the next level of the Goy after it makes sense to appreciate that there is some kind of there is some kind of um, reality, some kind of truth that is beyond me. There's not Tullery on my recognizing it. So it's using the intellect, so to speak, to actually ascend the intellect. But the Ica, the Ica Aliyah of the, of the Goyim is through the Eden. Is that through their serving us, helping us serve Hashem, just like our avoider goes through the Kohanim in the base of Migdash, their avoider goes through the Yidden that goes through the Kohanim that goes up to Hashem. That's that's the Ikka that they should be that that it's all about the avoider, it's all about the tzaddik, basically. Everybody's getting their own personal tikkun, but on a on a kind of global level. It's everything being mechuba to Yisrael, and Yisrael is mechuba to to the Kohen Gadol or to the to the Tzaddik Ador, whatever you want to call it. And through that, it all goes. So it's it's like a pyramid, kind of a multi layered pyramid, if you get what I mean. Previously, you said that the goyish the goyim's job is to learn how to be maker another. Yeah, on their own personal level, but. Is the ultimate ticket that they should also be Makar Hashem, that the that the Nefeshah, ne, the Tama, the, the Klipas no too much Klipas should be transformed into Klipas Noga? Yeah. Or yeah, I don't that that's a technical question. I don't know I don't know the answer to that question. But the ultimate level is that the whole world will know Hashem down to the rocks. That everyone meaning, will, that that's meaning that the Klipa will disappear. The, They'll no longer be a Klipa. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know if that means they will become Klippers Logo or the, I don't know what that means, but there will well, be good. it'll become Kedusha. Everything will become Kedusha. No, no, there has to there'll be a there'll be I don't know if it I don't I don't know, I don't know. But maybe that maybe you're right, there'll just be a like a tins or whatever. But the, that's what the Kiesa Mason means is that even the Kli becomes even the Guf becomes Kaddish. Yeah, yeah. So so that would be when the Klipper goes, that would be later. But the but what I was saying is that the is that the goyim. Um, oh, I just lost my thought. What were you we just saying? Yes, Mason. No, before that. Be before we got off track, you were talking about the difference between the two different types of nefesh Bahamas. That's where we were holding in the share. Yeah, just I'm. What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. I will say let, let's keep let's keep moving. So we've said we've said that there's the Nefesh of Bahamas that comes from Klippers Noiga that has the ability to appreciate another, 
and the the Nefesh of Bahamis and Klippus Timaeus that doesn't have the ability to natural ability to appreciate another, and by using his intellect, it can come to appreciate another. Okay. Um, now the soul is divided into two basic sections: Seichel and Midas. Seichel is intellect, and Seichel comprises Chokhmah, Bina, and Das. Chokhmah is the faculty that discovers the idea. Bina is the faculty that develops the idea. And Das is the faculty that identifies with the idea. Identification with the idea means that you have become enmeshed with the idea. Your sense of self and the idea have now merged with each other. And that's why Das gives birth to emotion. Because without the me, there is no emotion. So once I've got some kind of um, self, once there's some kind of self involved in the idea, now there can be Ava and Yira. Definition of Ava and Yira, Ava is a force that drives me closer and Yira is a force that wants distance. I've always said attraction and repulsion, and it always annoyed me the word repulsion because Yira Sashem isn't you're repulsed by Hashem, Chaz Shalom. But it means that you want distance. So Ava means I want closeness, and Yira means I want distance. In um in human terms, we could translate Yira as respect. Respect is giving your wife her distance, respecting her, respecting her autonomy. That she should that she's her own being and she doesn't have to tell you everything. She doesn't have to answer to you. She's her own being. That's called respect, giving her her space. That 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 would be a, a human, a human uh moshal for our year of Hashem is giving him his space, so to speak, allowing him to be not in context of us, but as his own independent, as, as a real being himself. Okay. Torah and mitzvahs. Can anybody, can anybody um, summarize the Torah in two words? Uh, divine wisdom. Yeah, but that you can say that in one word, just wisdom. What's the other word? Will. Yeah, but so never hachmasay. But so never hachmasay. The soul, as we said, has seichel and midas. Yeah, it also has behavior. Behavior is thought, speech, and action. Now, someone's Watson will always be, you, well, you can only carry out somebody's Watson in your behavior. So Torah and Mitzvahs, which is Hashem's Watson, let's leave the Chochmah part out of it for a minute, because Ikka, the Chochmah the, the is just the, is the clee for the Watson. The Ikka is the Ratzon, it's Ratzon Hashem. 
that that Hochman is always a cleave for Ratzon, that the Ratzon Hashem manifests in this world as mitzvahs. So we could say, like, if you want to give, I, I gave this example yesterday, that I thought was a good example, is that let's say my Ratzon is I hate seeing my kids get hurt, which is true. I do hate seeing my kids get hurt. So in my house, there's two rules that are like, they're like the golden rules. Yeah. Number one, you're not allowed to stand on chairs. And number two, we don't play with doors. Okay. I just, I've seen too many heads get split in my house from standing on chairs. And I, one of my friends, I had the, I just, I, I cringe every time I hear a door slam in my house because my kids' fingers are so small and my friend's kid lost the finger in a door. Anyway, so, so my rotson is that a child doesn't get hurt. In my house, that manifests as two rules. No standing on chairs, no playing with doors. What's the difference between Torah, between Ratzon Hashem and Oilam Hazer, and Ratzon Shmuel and my house? Means to an end or an end in itself? What do you mean? Your Ratzon is just a means to an end. You're, oh. you're, no, I meant more. You don't want them to get hurt. Well, let, let's let, let, okay, but let, let's okay, let's not let's forget about that. Just the relationship between my rutson and the mitzvah. The mitzvah is don't stand on a chair, don't play with the door. That's my mitzvah, and my rutson is that there shouldn't a child shouldn't get hurt. The mitzvah is put on to fill in, put on sitzes, daven. Light Shabbos candle for Chule. What's the difference between my Ratzon and my mitzvahs and his Ratzon and his mitzvahs? Is that his, my, my Ratzon, see the door and the chair and the child exist independent of my Ratzon. And I'm, and I'm, um, not impl- I'm um, imposing my rutson on those elements. Hashem's rutson causes those elements to exist. That's called his stuckle baraisa by alma. The reason why, one of the reasons why you have an arm is because of the mitzvah to fill it. One of the reasons why there's such a thing as a cow is because of the mitzvah to fill in. One of the reasons why there's such a thing as grass, as in like green grass on the fields, is because there's a mitzvah to fill in. That causes, so do you hear what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not like by me, it's just, well, there's a chair and there's my kid and there's a door and I don't like people to get hurt. So I make up these mitzvahs. Don't stand on chairs. Don't play with doors. By Hashem, it's the mitzvah that causes the... So why is there a yid? Because there's a mitzvah to fill in. That's one of the reasons why there's a yid. Because the mitzvah to fill in needs to take place. So when a yid puts on to fill in, like we've said over and over, is it's not a yid putting on to fill in. 
It's the mitzvah of tefillin being manifest in Olam Hazer. What do you need for that mitzvah to take place? Well, you need it to be daytime. You need uh, you need the actual physical stuff of the tefillin. You need the Jew with an arm and energy, etc. You stick all of those things together in the right the right measurements as detailed in Shulchan Aruch, and you have a mitzvah. That is the revelation of the Ratzon Hashem in this world. It's like all of those elements dissolve into just an opening for the Rabbi Nishlam to flow through into his world. They all achieve their tachlis. And every mitzvah that we do, Oilam Hazeh achieves all of its tachlis. So that happens through our thought, speech, and action. Every mitzvah is tullery on thought, speech, and action. And most of them are, are involved in action, which is raising up the lowest, the lowest levels. Okay, we're doing good. We're doing good. But how does that fit with what you said previously, that everything was created for man, for human, for us, for the Jew? Right, you, I've I've heard you say that. Everything I was believe. well. Ever everything was created for the Jew for us to turn into mitzvah. Correct, but then I then I also just heard you say that the Jew was created for the mitzvah. Well, the well, the Jew is the chaylik of the mitzvah. Say it's created for the yidden. Rashi says the first the first Rashi in the Chumash is bishvil Torah, bishvil Yisrael. It's all the same thing. It's all part of. It was created for Yisrael, it was created for Torah, it was created for the shame at mitzvah. But mitzvahs take place through Yisrael and all the other chalakim. It's kind of semantics in a sense. But by the way, this is one of the chidushim, Gavro, you'll appreciate this, is why we say, what does the Mishnah say? That the uh, the Arba Midas going to the base of Medrash, there's the one who goes to the base, the one who goes and does. Yeah? The one who goes and does is called a chassid. Yeah? That's the whole union of the hachana in chassidus being so choshev to the mitzvah. Because the chassid is all about being male the keeper to Hashem. That's why Rabbi Shimon ate the chruv. Yeah? The whole union of the chassid is being male the keeper. So that's why that's why hachana took such a has taken such a pedestal in Hasidus because the Chachana for the mitzvah by definition is Klippa. It's the means to the end. It's not the mitzvah itself. So, so that became such a Chosh of a Zach by the Chosid because the definition of the Chosid, that's by the way, why he burns his nails. Why did it give that example? Because nail is Klippa and burning is, is a Korban, is Hakrava. So it's being the mala, the kleeper, not just, it's not just like with the rule that we've always said, it is that, but Ica. But there's also the Indian of bringing up the kleeper, which is done through Aish, which is done through turning the humriousness of this world into Ashen that goes up to Hashem. By the way, Ashen is Oilam Shana Nefesh. That's this world. So there's two things. Why is it called Ashen? Because the fire is Hashem, Eish Ochlahi. So the Ashen is the is is what comes off of the fire. 
So the ashram can either blind you from the fire or it can be the means you use to take you back to the fire. That's Olam Shana Nefesh. That was a big idea. Anyway, um, now to put it, to put it into, to plug it now into the, into the, into the three personalities that we have. Okay, and we can do this now quite easily. The three personality types in the Torah, in, in, um, well, really there's two personality types. There's the Russia and the Tzaddik. But we break it down into another one, which is called the Benoni. So now we have Russia, Benoni, and Tzaddik. And then in Russia, we have two types. And in Tzaddik, we have two types. You also see in, in parent 15, we have two types of Benoni as well, in a sense. The Russia is the person who his sense of independent self, his egoic selfhood is so strong that even occasionally it asserts itself over God. It's so strong that even occasionally it thinks it's more hosher than God. And that could be very occasionally, just that it can, just that it can. So it comes out that Russia doesn't even have to do an Avera, just that he could do an Avera if the opportunity arose. The Tzaddik, the Tzaddik is internally aligned with God to such a degree that there is no concept of Avera by him. It's like the idea of jumping off a, jumping off a, jumping out of a window of a building just wouldn't enter your mind it's not it's not an option it's just there's no there that that doesn't exist the benoni is the being that can appreciate that he he has his own strong sense of self like all of us but he's made a decision at some point which says i'm not going to compromise I'm not, I'm not compromising my behavior. Even though I feel like I'm God at some time, some points, I will not act it out. And that's a decision that the Benoni has made. And it's like, um, it's like, uh, I mean, it's like lots of times you make a decision. I have a friend when we were like 13 years old, 12 years old, he just decided that he wasn't going to eat any sweets and chocolates anymore. And that was it. Finished. Never. That, that's that, that. That we can do. We can make a decision and that decision can become more real to us than we are to ourselves. We can make a commitment. It's really the, the Indian of what Kovi speaks about, making, keeping promises. What's the very first word of Tanya after Tanya? Tanya, mashpiin oisoti tzedek valti Russia. They make you, they make you take a vow. But in my house, like they know, my kids know that if I make a neder, yeah, then then that's it. And I I will I will threaten my kids. See, I don't have to threaten with something. I'll threaten them with that I'll make a neder about something, and they, that's so real to them that they. They they won't like if I say I'm I've said it many times you know like I make a nether that I'm not going to buy you this 
like for the next week, you know, like, until next, I'll say that, yeah, my kids now, I make a nether in front of them or maybe not with Loshna nether, um, but sometimes with Loshna nether. But like when somebody makes a nether, yeah, like we don't make nedarim because we know that you could, so, but when you make, a, that's what the Indian of the Benoni is. He made a nether. He will not do an Avera. Yes, I'm plutzing to do an Avera. I'm desperate to do that Avera, but I'm not going to do it. That's the Benoni. And that is what we can all aspire to become. We can all aspire to that and we can all be that. We can all be that for our entire lives as well. That you've made a conscious decision that you're not going to do any Averas. Now there's Madragas because there's Svekas and there's Averas colors and there's Khumras and there's all kinds of, you know, it gets all very multifaceted and interesting. But that's the Indian of the Benoini. Like, and there's lots of examples. There's lots of examples. So that's really taken us up to, that's really taken us back to where we're holding at right now, which is in the Benoni. So questions? Can, can you um, just recap what a, there's a Tzadik and a Tzadik Gomer is? The difference in the, you, well, you can say it like this: the by the tzaddik sheinugamor of the tzaddik raloi, we say that the ra is battle ukafuf latoyv. Yeah. So a bittel needs to take place as a ratio. So you, so what's it battle to? You with me? You're saying that the the ra in the in the um, in the tzaddik is so minuscule that it is battle to the toiv. What's that? That's referring to the bittel of the midas to the oineg. The oineg in the nefesh of Bahamis, in this is very technical, by the way. So if you're holding with it, good. It, it, this is a very technical point. The 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 oineg, the the midas of the nefesh of Bahamis in the tzaddik she'enu gamor are so good that they silence, so to speak, the pleasure. In the tzaddik she'enu gamor, that has not been completely stripped of all sense of self. You get that? Not really. That's okay. I don't think it's okay for us. I'm just. <laughs> no, but that, I mean that is the difference in the tzaddik. I mean that is the difference in the tzaddik gamor and tzaddik she'enu gamor. That the very essence, the very essence of his nefesh of Bahamis, is oineg. Yeah, that you know. But the Oineg still has a Shemetz of Yesh. He still has a, 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 a deeper of personal, of personal pleasure. Now, if his emotions are really, really holy, he will never hear of that. He'll never know of it. He won't notice it. 
And that's where there can be different levels of bittal because the emotions can be really holy or the emotions can be really, really holy. And it also depends on how much yesh there is left on the oineg of the essence of his soul. That's the inion of the bittal. How much yesh is there on the oineg of the nefesh of Bahamas? And how much toiv is there in the midas of the nefesh of Bahamas? So the Tzadik She'ein Gamo is quite a complex entity to understand, whereas the Tzadik Gamo is very simple. The Tzadik Gamo means that obviously the Midas are perfectly good, but the actual Oineg of his Nefesh Bahamis has also become Kulu Toiv, and therefore it's basically like he has two, two Nefeshis Elokis. It's a very technical point to understand that. To, I don't know. I mean, I hope I explained it, but it takes it takes some hasmother to get that clear. Any other questions? Yes, I, I have a question. You said that the ikritikun of the yid is to elevate the nevesh of the hema. My question is, where does Oneg come into that equation or into that sentence? Is Oneg the, the means by which it's, or it's not the end. So where does Oneg fit into that process? That's a really good question. The Oneg of the Nefesh Bahamas is its MO. Is its MO. It's always, it's always, it's the tachlis of everything that the Nefesh Bahamas does is its pleasure. The reason why it does anything will eventually be so it gets pleasure, which is the surest of its desire to live. Okay, let's just forget about desire to live. It's pleasure. But so, how does the ticker fit So, so now, so if if all if all behavior is generated from the nefesh of Bahamas's oineg. Now, really, the only way of really elevating the Nefesh of Bahamas is through its Oineg. That's it. That is, that is the essence of the Nefesh of Bahamas. Everything else is just hacking at the leaves, so to speak. That's why the Rebbe got straight into the crux of it and said, eating the shame Shemaim, eating so that you can learn good, or eating the covered Shabbos, that's Picking up the Nefesh of Bahamas. So whenever we whenever we are engaged in any kind of oineg, lishma, not again, just I've said it, you know, countless, endless times. That doesn't mean you're like thinking about God and rolling your eyes and tasting the elokus in the food. It just means that you're using pleasure. You're using your pleasure as a means to mitzvah's ends. That's a good way of saying it. Your pleasure is becoming a means to an end, the end being a mitzvah. Because the Nefesh of Bahamas' end is always pleasure. So when you're using that pleasure as a means to the end, the end being a mitzvah, Nefesh of Bahamas is going right up to Shemaim. And Hashem is very happy. Shem's coming down to Haaretz, Nefesh Abraham is going up to Shemayim, everyone's in bed with each other, and it's Givaldi. Um, Rabbi, what you just said, does this 
what I'm about to say the same thing because we're talking about attacking this um, Nefesh Bahamas. What I also have heard you say is that we just need to increase more of the other way, increase more godly soul, put more godly, 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 and that will just dissipate the animal soul at all. It will just kind of put more light into the godly and the animal will go away. So is that one and the same? Um, I mean... Because you're saying to eat, you're eating, you know, in in a in a in a kedusha way. Well, that's own egg, you know. But but I've also heard you say, well, let, well, let, just, well we could think of it like this. Like that's a really good question again. That let's say the guy, you know, the guy comes back from work. He's all, you know, like we're all like that, and we just want to just want the kids to shut up, and we just want to, you know. But that doesn't happen. But you so you come home from work and you want to eat a packet of potato chips and drink a, a can of coke, yeah. And that's gonna that's gonna give to you enough that will allow you to be a mensch in your house, yeah. The dogma. Mm -hmm. But if you work on yourself enough and pass some and you sleep on the floor, yeah, then eventually you're not gonna need that those potato chips. Like I don't think you know. I don't think we'll see Maya Zilberberg comes home and has to pull out the potato chips and and and, and the Pepsi, you know? He's <laughs> been male, he's been male the oineg in in he's been male the oineg, meaning that he's he's kind of changed the oineg of the Nefesh of Bahamas from that physical oineg into a ruchnius oineg. And his Nefesh Bahamis now is Miss Aneg on the avoider of, say, Tefillah, for example. His Nefesh Bahamis is in, his, his Nefesh Bahamis is getting tremendous Oineg through Tefillah. So this is, this is the Indian of, you know, I've said, said so many times that Yiddishkeit isn't about Ruchnius, yeah? Yiddishkeit is about God. But there is the avoider of making your Nefesh Bahamis more Ruchni. So it's a concession. When I keep talking about going home and drinking Coke and eating potato chips, yeah, that's a concession to the matzah that we're in. Okay, good. But if we can work hard and 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 really work hard and train our nefesh, uh, train like, like you train a dog, you train our nefesh to be misaneg on tefillah, to be misaneg on lima Torah, to be misaneg on chesed, to the point where it doesn't even need coke anymore, where it doesn't need it doesn't need potato chips. Same same Indian, on an elevated on a more. So that's the avoider that the human avoider is the avoider of of being being making more ruchni the nefesh bahamis, and that's actually what Rav Manis says over and over. He says the this is a big trip that the avoider of chinuch. Listen to this for a big one. The avoider of chinuch is raising your child's pleasure, raising his oineg from Gashmias to Ruchnias. That is what Chin, that's how he defined, that's how I've heard him say many times, how he defines Chinuch. Being male, their oineg, from the things of this world, primarily food, to Zmiras, to Lima Torah, to being good, etc. That's what chinuch is, and we're here to be machanech the nefesh Bahamis. That's what. That's what. It, that's 
Mechanical is called training. That's what we use the vernacular word as to train to train an animal. In Hebrew, it says to be mechanech. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be mechanech the nefesh of Bahamis. So right now, in the mutts of the way in, we need to eat the we need to eat the the, the potato chips and drink the Pepsi. But eventually, please God, we won't need that anymore because we've actually trained the nefesh of Bahamis, and we're still elevating him because he's involved in the uh, he's involved in the tefillah. That's what they said. The uh, in Chabad they say this that if you've got a, a piece of wood that hasn't been dried out sufficiently, yeah, it's still like chai. You know what I'm talking about? It's like got a lot of life in it, yeah. You put it in the fire, or you. What's the difference between taking that piece of wood and sticking it in the fire, or taking a really dried out dead piece of wood and putting it in the fire? What's the difference? Yeah. Pff, tss, tss, pss, it's all so that's the idea of davening with Hislavus is a guy with an active nefesh of Bahamas who gets he he's brought the nefesh of Bahamas into it but a person who's killed the nefesh of Bahamas he'll stand there dead still dead still there won't be any any there won't be any noise going on wow 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 by the way most people like Coke that rather than Pepsi. Just oh, okay. uh, yeah, probably Coke. Sounds like something yeah. else as well. <laughs> Pepsi Cola. <laughs>